0: God, please bless me with a new job. Lord, please provide this need that I have for me and my children. God, please give me that new car that I saw yesterday. Lord, bless me and my spouse with a baby. What are you asking God for? What have you been asking God for for maybe a long time now? I think we all are asking God for something and waiting on God for some type of desire that we really, really are leaning into him, hoping and praying that one day we'll see it come into fruition. And in the midst of us waiting, sometimes it can get really hard because we see what the Bible says about asking God for things. And we know that God is real and that he's true, but somehow we're still here waiting. Well, I hope today with Combos with Chloe, I'm able to give you peace and clarity on why you're waiting and God's process and when we ask for things and the desires of our heart. As always, you can always go to ChloeMGun.com for any other resources that you may need or have when it comes to your faith, love, and relationships. But today, I hope I'm able to help you understand why God has us waiting. Today, we're going to talk about God and when we are waiting on our desires to be fulfilled. I know that this is definitely something that we all are dealing with on a day-to-day basis because it's always something that we find ourselves needing when it comes to our lives at work and our family and our relationships, um, even in our body as far as health. And I think it's a lot of things that we've asked God for, and we wonder sometimes why does it take so long for some things to be answered and some things are immediate? I can think back to things that happened in my life, whether in college or high school or even my adult life, where I asked God for it. And I mean, the answer came like the next day through a person. It was just so clear. And then there's certain things that took a really long time and some things I still find myself waiting for. And sometimes it can get really frustrating, especially if you feel that this is really important or something that you feel that God should care about as well. And it can be really hard as well because we lean on certain scriptures that in our minds We should have this immediately. One of the most popular ones is Psalms 37 and four, where it talks about how if you delight yourself in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. People love that scripture. You know, they see that. They're like, hey, well, God said it right there. Um, If I delight myself in him, he'll give me the desires of my heart. Even the scripture in Matthew, that talks about what we ask, we shall receive. And when we see those things, we think that means anything and or on our timing. You learn quickly throughout your life and going on into adulthood that that's not always true with everything it's not because God's word isn't true. It's really more so of an interpretation and understanding God and also understanding how God works when it comes to some desires that we have. And even as you read throughout the Bible, you will see how some things were answered pretty quickly for some. It was some things when Jesus walked around on earth, that a person wanted to be healed. It was immediate in some situations he had them wait. And so I'm hoping that through this episode you're able to see and kind of have a better understanding of what's going on with what you have asked God for. um. so the first thing I want to start off with is that beyond what you're asking for and the reasons why maybe it hasn't come yet, I do want you to realize that whatever you're asking for, God is capable. That that God is the same God that we see in the Bible. He has not changed. The word reminds us. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So the fact that God is capable of doing what you're asking him for Oh, trust me, he can do it. That is no doubt in that. Um, He can do exceedingly and abundantly whatever we ask or think. And then he tells us that in Ephesians 3.20, it's some things we can't even conceive that God can do. And I know even in my life, I never question if God can do it necessarily. And you maybe can relate with me on that. It's not that you don't think God can do it. It's really more so of, will he do it for me? And whether that baby that you're asking God for a spouse to come into your life and you're seeing your friends getting married and having children or, and, or maybe you are married and you want children and you don't have that yet, or it's a certain career field that you want to go in and it hasn't happened for you yet. And you know that God can do it, but you're just like, why hasn't it happened for me yet? And I'm hoping through this time as well, you get kind of where you are in your life and the plans that God has for you and how he works different in different situations and people. And please know that it's things that you have that other people are looking at, wondering why God has not given them that yet as well. We really have to lean on what Paul tells us in Corinthians and being content with the things that we have. One thing I have noticed in my life that even when God has blessed me with things, I'll eventually find myself asking for something else. (laughs) So, you know, really learn to be content. But one of the things I would say for sure as to why God um, has us waiting or why we have to wait on our desires is that sometimes God wants us to get to a point of letting go of our desires. So I know you're like, oh, wait a minute, Chloe. You just said you could tell us why we wait on desires and now you're saying to let go. So let me explain what that means. So let's say like, for instance, me and my husband, we would love to have children right now. I love kids. I've always loved kids. Love to have them right now. However, I know that God has a plan over my life and my husband's life, and God has a plan over your life as well. And there's a purpose and there's a reason for it. And he has a calling over your life. And one thing that I do know about God is that he never wants to feel like we desire something over him. It talks about in the word how you have to lose your life to gain it. And what that means is God trying to say that you're holding on to me so tight that You're willing to leave your mother, your father, your house, your job, your car, your things, everything in your life for me, because God wants us to realize that none of these things will fulfill us the way that he will, and nothing will amount to the time that we have with God when we pass away or with him in heaven. So he wants to make sure that it's okay that we desire it, but he wants to make sure that we understand that it's not everything. And that it's not God and that it's not what's going to hold us on to life and give us everlasting life. That these are much more so just gifts, things that he wants to give us, more so sprinkles on top of our lives. And even in, I believe it's in Ecclesiastes 3.12, he reminds us that I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. That each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. So God does love giving us gifts. He doesn't have a problem with that, but he doesn't want it to be where we're holding on to it. He wanted to be where, okay, God, I really want this car. I want this job. I want a spouse. I want children. But to a place where, you know what, God, but I know at the end of the day, nothing in life is better than you. And I lay this desire at your feet. So you want to make sure that you're not idolizing it. And he wants to also make sure you let go to where that he reveals it and gives it to you his way. So what this looks like, um, this is a really touchy topic. And I was actually watching the 700 Club the other day about a woman who was pregnant and her child was dealing with a lot of health issues. And the doctor told her that she was going to lose this child. And they were basically just waiting for the timing for the baby to actually be born as a stillborn. Well, she prayed and she had many pray for her and... She made a comment that I thought was so profound because a lot of people don't say this, but she said, I know that God will heal my child, but I don't know if he will heal my child by having him on earth or with his way of healing be in death. And that is a really hard thing to accept, but that's the thing about God. Um, God is going to do whatever he he says he's going to do in his word and desires that we have in our heart that fit his will and that are good for us. But sometimes we have to ask ourselves, am I open to God's way of providing it, or do I feel like he should provide it my way? Even with me, desiring maybe a child, I have to be so trusting of God that whether it happens now or later or in a different way of adoption or whatever it may God may have that plan to be, you have to be open to his way because his ways are perfect. He knows more than you do. He knows you know the, more than you know yourself. So this really comes down to you trusting God more than yourself because our minds are very minute compared to what the Lord can do in his spirit and who he is. Also with that, there are seasons for everything. It's some things that just cannot happen in our lives right now. And just like how farmers have preparation time and seasonings. And even when a woman is going through um, pregnancy in the nine months or whether you're getting trained for a new job, there's preparation in the timing of when God receives, excuse me, when you receive something, when he gives you something. He reminds us in Ecclesiastes 3.1, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. I don't know exactly what you're desiring. And I'm pretty sure many of you that are listening, you're probably desiring a spouse. And I will tell you even in my life that when I think how I was a couple of years ago and actually a couple of months ago, (laughs) to be honest with you, um, I can really look back and realize I was not ready for a spouse. I was not ready for marriage. And I definitely suggest anyone who wants to get married, read the book, sacred marriage by Gary Thomas. It would definitely open your mind to what marriage is really about. But Marriage is a serious commitment. It takes so much um out of us, but it also is the best thing that can happen in your life as well and also the toughest. And that's not even just with marriage. Um, That could be a new job, parenthood, um, whatever it may be. Even when it comes to healing, it's a timing and season for it. And whatever it is that's going on in your life, know that God does hear you, but trust that he knows a season when it's time to give you that. let me tell you something, when God gives you something and it's out of season, out of order, it'll destroy you. It won't help you. Think about when you ask your parents for something when you were a child, if they gave you a motorcycle when you were nine. Bad timing, right? You're not ready, you're not mature enough for it, and you're gonna it's gonna ruin you and you're gonna ruin it. And I saw that even in my life when it came to my spouse coming into my life. It was some things that I still was not ready for, and maybe brush through some things. So you truly have to trust that he knows the best timing in your situation, and trust that when the time is right, he'll bring it into your life. Also, Realize that sometimes God has us wait because he's trying to build our faith. In Hebrews 11, 1, it reminds us that faith is, faith is the substance of things hoped for, or faith is the assurance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Imagine if every time you asked God for something, he gave it to you immediately. I mean, it happened as soon as you asked for it, right? What would you have to hold on to? What would you have to wait on? What would you have to have faith in? Because then... God is kind of becoming more of like the Santa Claus or just this coin machine that I put in the right token and he gives me what he want. And God doesn't want that type of relationship with us. He wants a relationship and he wants to be to a place where we trust him enough to realize that we need him and that no matter how many things he gives us, nothing will amount to what we will feel with him. Another thing as well, um, I actually found this out in a Bible study I was reading. I think it was called um, Stop Asking God For it, You already have it. And they talked about a story with David where David prayed and he was answered immediately. There was another situation where he prayed and it took some time before it was answered. And the angel told him, as soon as you ask for this, God sent me. But it was certain angels from the enemy that were holding him back. It's some things in your life, whether it's healing or a blessing, that it's not God holding you back, but the enemy trying to prevent it. And you have to pray against those things and pray against the enemy and pray against those things that are trying to hinder. Now, don't get me wrong. The Bible reminds us that no weapon formed against us will ever prosper. So regardless, at some point in time, it will occur. But prayers are effective. And the Lord reminds us that when two or more come together on anything, it shall happen. He will give us acts. Have others praying for your desires. Have others praying for you and your healing and what you have in life and have those people, the prayers of effective. of Righteous man availeth much so have others praying for you as well and praying against anything that possibly is hindering And the last thing that I would definitely say and um that I think you really want to think about Sometimes god doesn't give us things if we have the wrong intentions in mind Um, and whether they may be intentional or unintentional It reminds us in james 4 3 when you ask you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives That you may spend what you get on your pleasures now you may have in your mind, well, what's wrong with me wanting healing? I think in that situation, that's not what I mean. God wants healing for you as well. Be open to how he decides to heal you and, and his timing. I can definitely understand there's certain things in my life that have gone on and going on that God has healed and some things I'm still waiting on healing for. But know that he has a purpose. Many times what we're going through, we're suffering also for other people as part of our I'm timing, I guess you could say, as far as being followers of Christ. And as he comforts us, we're going to be able to comfort others. But also, if you're asking for some things and God knows that maybe you were thinking that this certain desire is going to fulfill you and he knows only he can fulfill you. He won't give you that until you realize that he's the one to fulfill that emptiness in you before he gives it to you, because then you're going to idolize that thing and you're going to destroy it. Also, you may just have the wrong intentions for it. The only way that you can figure out if you have the wrong intentions is asking God to search your heart in the areas of your ways and ask him to show you where you may need to adjust your desires and what you're asking of him. So those are probably the top four or five things that I would say that possibly while we're waiting on our desires. I know it's really hard while you're waiting because you know that God loves you. And I'm telling you, I know God loves you. I mean, he sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for your sins and If it was just you, he would have done it. He's in love with you. He has his angels watching over you all the time. He loves giving us good gifts. It talks about in Matthew as well, that if us being human love to give good, good gifts to our children, why would God not want to? So he wants to give you these things. But God has a purpose and a plan above what we're thinking, and you have to trust him. You need to make sure that you're not idolizing it. You need to be open to the way he desires to give you that gift. And you need to trust his season and his timing and allow him to prepare you for it so that you can receive it well and actually hold on to it and allow this time to not only build your faith, but most of all, your relationship with him. It's very funny because when we want something from God, we talk to him more than anything and anybody. And God doesn't want it to be where we're only talking to him when we need something. He wants us talking to him just because we love him and he loves us. I hope this has helped you. If you have any questions, you can always message me on my contact page on www.chloemgood.com. As always, you can go through for any other resources. And if you have any topic suggestions, you can also message me there. Hope you have a great day and God bless.